Fabulous. Everybody, and a very warm welcome to our Spiritualism Lyceum evening. So the topic of tonight is spiritualism and all that appertains to that. Great delight to welcome this gentleman to our evening with us, Mr. Frederick Hagland, who is talking to us tonight from Sweden. Frederick, thank you for donating your time like this to be with us tonight, and thank you for being here. Thank you very much, Lawrence. It is, it is a true honor to visit your uh, to visiting your home and and Saturday evening like this. I have been in your church, and it was a wonderful experience and now i'm in your home so that's that's amazing yeah, actually you're in the church office oh i see <laughs> this is the nerve center where everything yeah. goes on and very good evening to everybody who's joining us please remember if you do have any questions or anything you'd like to <laughs> pop in there please do enter it onto the chat bar uh on the side there and we'll pick those up through the course of the evening. Frederick, a very gentle opener for you, and one that's very popular with people who watch these either tonight or later on in the catch-up versions, is how did you become you know, the medium and the extraordinary man you are now? Thank you. Um, I mean, it, it's... Uh... It's a long story, but but me as well as so many other people who are in this environment, uh, I was aware of it when I was a kid. Uh, and uh, and the difference between Sweden and and especially UK, uh, it it wasn't a normal thing in Sweden because people who had this ability was was looked in in a strange way and in a different way. I mean, both my mom and and my grandmother on my mom's side was was very spiritual. And, and my grandmother was doing some kind of spirituality things herself with, with, with friends, but they were never talked about it. And um, of course I had experience, but uh, my mom would never answer my questions in, in, in a way I would have understood it because she would do everything to protect me, which I think was, was the best way of doing. And um, Without, without she doing what she did then, I don't know where this would have gone because um, Sweden is totally different from, from UK or was, was it then. But now everything has been so normal and if this would have been today, it would have been totally different. And then, uh, of course, I was aware of the energy, but I didn't really know what it was. And then, then I prefer to do other things myself uh, because I didn't understood it and I tried to be social with friends and I I had a huge problem to fit in in groups for a longer time because it was nice in the beginning and then then you didn't really resonate with, with people in the group and then then after after school I started another journey which is in some way is quite similar to to the mediumship and spirituality I was I was working as a disc jockey all right yeah, a, a yeah. lonely journey. A lonely journey as well. Uh, you're standing on a platform. You you please people with the music, and, and then, and then you're driving home, all by yourself. Uh, the, the similarity to today, but today you you're standing on the platform and giving messages from the loved ones in the spirit world and please the congregation in a totally different way. But it's all about healing. It's all about love, and it's all about making other people feel feel better and also to prove that the life continues after this and um, then uh, when my mom passed to the spirit world uh, my whole world actually broke down because she was my big rock she i knew she was always there every time i had difficulties with anything she was there and then i was 25 when i when i lost my mom and and it's 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 hard and especially when when your parents has divorced and you only have one of the parents close to you that you can speak to and, and be close to. And then I had my traffic accident a couple of years later and uh, I couldn't continue work as a disc jockey after, after the accident. And, and it, it was like the spirit world become alive again. You have this 
warm and cozy blanket who protecting you from everything every every time you felt upset or or sad then you felt the presence of the spirit you felt there was something but you couldn't see it you couldn't touch it but you were touched and you felt there was something and and i was on this wonderful journeys and and i went into meditation even if i didn't know what the meditation was I didn't even know what the sitting the power was. I was just, it felt like I was put into in, into a chair and, and just having a wonderful moment. The time was flying and I saw a lot of different beautiful colors. Uh, and I saw people that I didn't really know. But, but everything in a wonderful healing way. And at one point um, during these sessions, I actually saw my mom fully materialized in my living room and it has only happened once, never happened since. And, and I wish and I pray I would like to have that moment again, but it has never happened. Many other things has happened, but it hasn't, it hasn't happened. So, but then I think I spent nearly 10 years for, to do personal development and work with myself and also had the opportunity to look into the person I had been during during my, my upbringing. And, and there was a lot of things to work on. And then I would say I become the better myself, if may I put it in that way. And, yeah. um, uh, and then um, <clears throat> after 10 years, um, I went into the computer and uh, there was an association in Sweden who came up every time I turned on the computer, I put, I pushed the side away and then the page come back and it went on. And then I started to look into it and there was a mediumship course in Sweden, a weekend mediumship course in Sweden. And um, I thought, this is nothing for me. I know the life continues after this. What else would I know? Um, what is, what, what can I do about it? And then it, it ended up that I signed up for, for the weekend course and Immediately when I when I had signed up for the medium course, this page just disappeared. <laughs> so it, it's it's amazing way how it works. And and the teacher I had at that point, she she's the only one who who is allowed to teach at the Artofina College from Sweden, and me uh, Altason. And uh, she has been a huge support and rock to me during this my journey as well. And and then when I signed up to the medium course. The way she was teaching, the way she was talking, and the way she was explaining things, it answered all my questions. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't that I could ask her a question and she would give me the answer directly. It wasn't like that. But the way she was teaching, explaining, and talking, it answered all the questions. Absolutely beautiful. Absolutely. You, you touched on something very early on there. Um, and when you were saying about in your childhood in Sweden, that it wasn't uh, so much an accepted fact. And in fact, it were, could have been uh, vilified. It's been really interesting in this time talking to so many people from across the world. And I'm afraid uh, we here in the UK are probably ignorant to the fact that uh, we are so fortunate with the amount of spiritual churches and centers that are available to us and the number of fine teaching institutions also based within this country. So, yeah, it, it's, it's always a lovely little reminder there that, you know, we, sh we should be thankful and actually promote and be proud of what we do here in the UK. Mm. So very interesting. Yeah. And if I do then look into my neighbor country, lovely Norway, I mean, they, they have the, um, the uh, one of the princes who is very, or the queen, one of them, the royalties who is very much into the spirit world as well. So if I compare Sweden and Norway, Norway is far, far above what Sweden is because everything has been more accepted and more, more refined in Norway, and, and they are also talking about it in, in, a, in a much bigger way than, than we do in Sweden. And they have a few, and the, in Norway, they have a few famous healers. One of them passed tragically to the spirit world, and he was, he was quite old as well. 
and and the way they have worked in Norway is just amazing. And yeah. and and the people that you're meeting from UK, uh, especially teachers who are coming to Sweden to teach, they are so down to earth, and they know exactly what we have been through in Sweden, and they have a wonderful way of teaching and bring everything into the understandable way for us to understand as well. And it's funny you should mention those people because <laughs> we have the lovely Tim Abbott in the room tonight. Oh, I see. Good I evening, see. Tim. Hi, Tim. <laughs> lovely to see you. And Tim's asking there, as a medium and teacher who has visited Sweden, I know there are some be beautiful and good mediums. But can I ask, do you think different cultures encourage different approaches to mediumship and the relationship with spirit? Um, I would say so, yes. And I mean, I have met Tim a few times as well, and he is an amazing teacher in, in all aspects. And um, I think today, when, when you're finding your pathway and you're finding your interests within mediumship or spirituality, then for some reason, you've been attracted to, to like-minded people and those that you're progressing with for, for a certain time. And then, then you're finding another way to walk. And then, then if we go back in time, I think if you're just reaching out to finding like-minded people, you will find like-minded people. And today when we have the internet, it's just to start to search. And most people today are so much aware of their intuition the stomach feeling and, and how to feel and, and how to trust the intuition, even if we're not always preach what, what we teach, but, but, but we have the intuition and we should trust the intuition and then, then we will always find the right way. Very true. Yeah. But I think, uh, I mean, Tim has been in Sweden several, several years. And I think when he came, to Sweden the first time and when he came here the last time he must have seen a huge difference in the understanding of the mediumship and the spirituality as well very good so there's a question for you there Mr Abbott how nice it, it, it is fascinating seeing I mean even in here in the UK although there is um sometimes tends to be a formulaic approach to how people work there is still quite a wide variety and a wide range of the way that mediums will inter interact not only with the spirit world but also with the either congregation or audience depending on uh, the events going on and because it is uniquely individual this is what I love with mediumship yes we've got the basics yes we've got the basic rules that we always need to uh, enforce and adhere to but when it actually comes to that blending time and bridging the gap between the two worlds, there is a uniqueness there. And yeah. it's just beautiful to watch and beautiful to experience too. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and it's also beautiful to see mediums who, who do it in their way. And, and you can see the spirit world drawing close to the medium when, when they start to work. And it's just a beautiful way of seeing it. And, and myself, I love to attend demonstrations, both online, of course, and also in, in the real world, to see and learn from other mediums. Because I think when you're working on the platform, there, there's still so much for you to learn. And the best way of learning is to watch other mediums. Because you see the quality of the evidence that they bring forward. And you're thinking, oh, I would like to do I would like to have those kind of evidence as well. And I, and I really like the way that medium works and there are things that I don't like. So there's always things that you can pick that you would like to have yourself. So it's always a learning curve when, when you're watching other mediums. And it's not about jealousy because all mediums can have a, a less good day and, and a brilliant day and, and all variety in between. But it's all about to giving the support to the medium who is working but also to learn yourself. Very true. And yeah, another lovely pertinent point there about, yes, mediums can have off days. That's absolutely fine. We are human. Yeah. 
yeah. also where you are working you know we're always in uh people that know me you know I, I i like levity and i like life and i like you know to bring in that energy because it all adds and builds you know that service or that demonstration that people go to watch you're not a passive part of that you are a very active part of that energy and creating that energy to enable the connections to flow strong and true so tim's just come back there and he's saying yeah i think many countries outside of the uk had the benefit of learning from our journey i love the down-to-earth approach of the swedish people thank you tim i will pay you later <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but he's very true in, in in what he's typing and what he's writing. So, yeah, so. this is something I've learned uh, with these this online journey that I'm on and loving every minute of it. Is the Nordic countries in general? Uh, the people there are. I can't put it that way. That sounds rude. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we've got too complicated. Uh, a lot in a lot of the Western civilization, things have just got too complicated. Uh, and it's just been a refreshing change to talk to people like yourself, see people like yourself working, Jack working, Tim working. And it's sort of like got rid of all the complications of things. And it's just this natural flow that just comes in like a lion. It's just beautiful to watch. Absolutely. I mean, to, to work with the spiritual is quite easy. And, and of course, you don't understand all, everything that comes from the spiritual, but in general, the, to work with the spiritual is quite easy. You have to do the blending properly and everything correct. But then as a human, if things is too easy, we, we, we tend to complicate things because if it's yeah. too easy or too cheap, it's not going to work then there must be something wrong. So when, 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 you, when you really understand the simplicity to work with the spirit world, to just do the blending in your way, how you feel it's right for you, and feeling how the spirit world touching you, then, then you're ready to go. And there's so many ways to, to finding out how to work. And, and if you just go to YouTube or Spotify, there's tons of different kind of meditations. There's tons of different kind of people who, who are teaching meditation. And, and if it's not working with the first one, take the second or the third one, because there will always be someone who suits you. Indeed, indeed. And also, <clears throat> this is this is Lawrence's soapbox. So everybody who knows me, yes, you can go out and make a cup of tea now because you know what I'm going to say. Um, the actual art of mediumship can't, you know, we must get out of this habit of confining it to somebody stood upon a platform bringing communication through between the worlds. Mediumship is just being that interface. So that can manifest in inspiration, in art, in music. I was just listening to a piece of music pre coming on air and it just picks you up and dances with you. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And this is mediumship. This is a, getting a broader understanding now that mediumship is that connection with the two worlds mm -hmm. uh, and not necessarily in a way that needs validation from a platform. But just that inner knowing of going, yeah, actually, this feels right. This feels so good. Yeah, because you're just a bridge between the two worlds and just giving the communication. And, and only the one who, who received the message or the received the communication know the quality of the evidence you have brought forward. I mean, for someone else who listened to the communication, it can sound very basic and, and, and nonsense. But for the person who received the message and the evidence very true because we yeah. need to vocalize it yeah uh, but I, i've often said myself on the platform you know when somebody in spirit says i love you i don't hear that i get that emotion yeah and when you translate it into words which we need to do it doesn't mm -hmm. do it justice so true Mm -hmm. You've got some peer pressure on tonight, uh, Frederick. <laughs> so okay, we've got the, that's fine. <laughs> we've got the lovely Jack. 
Good uh, evening, Jack. <laughs> hi, Jack. So Jack's asking, as a certificate holder of SNU, where do you see Sweden according to have spiritualism recognized as a religion? Um, I wish, Jack, I could say um, there would be a religion of spiritualism in Sweden. And I do know there is, there is people in Sweden who are working to bring it as a religion. And, and I don't know how far they have come. And, and, um, and also, as soon as you mention religion here, you have a lot of people who are skeptic and think, oh, religion isn't what it should be because religion is itself is something beautiful, is something love, and is something you believe in. Religion is not about to killing people and fighting. And what we hear on the news today, when, when you're talking about religion, is all the negativity and bad stuff. Very but, true. But, but if we look on the positive side of the religion, that it, it's all about teaching love, feeling and sensing love. That's the key point of religion, no matter what kind of religion you believe in. It's all about that. And if I'm looking into my own religion, uh, spiritualism, if I'm looking through the seven principles, it's all about healing and it's all about supporting one, one another as well. Uh, and if we look into Christianity or, or Islam, there are similarities in what we yeah. have in spiritualism and, and, and also what we believe in in the life after this and, and, and the angels and, and, and everything like that. But it's not faced in the same way as it is in spiritualism. So if, if we could go back to, to the core of all the religions, there would be peace on earth if we really truly understood everything. So, uh, Jack, I, I would love to say that will be a, a recognized as a religion in Sweden, but my truth is say it will take a long time, but my wish and my hope is there where we really can where we really can unite and come together as one because we are we have a physical body each and every one of us no matter what you believe in and then we have a spiritual body no matter what you believe in and the life continues after this no matter what kind of religion you believe in here exactly well said well said lovely thank you jack for that question um, it's the same, we have, I run a church here in the UK, and I do occasionally come up against this uh, thing about, um, well, we don't go there because it's a church and it's seen as organised religion. I used to sort of like, not jump up and down, but I used to be very quick to defend that. But now I actually just think, do you know what, if if that is your view of a church and a religion, that's absolutely fine. I'm not going to stand here and try and change that for you. But you are warmly invited in to experience it. And if you enjoy it, great. If you don't enjoy it, great. Mm -hmm. yeah, so very good. You've got some fan mail now. <laughs> <laughs> Frederick is a really wonderful teacher and I learned so much from him. Being a newbie in mediumship, he's really given me the courage to trust myself. And oh, thank you very from much. Anne. Thank I you won't much, pronounce Annie. the surname. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Eddie. So, I mean, I think we all come to a point in life where we're actually searching for something, something who who touching ourselves, and and it could be that you're losing your ch your child, your parents, and you're reaching out to something. And you start to feel something and you don't really know what it is but you feel there is something more and that might be the eye-opening for you where you start to search for something more and Definitely. something deeper as well because i can i can assure you and i think i speak for everyone who has been touched by the spirit world if you once have been touched you will never forget you will never forget the feeling of it and 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 then you will also have an understanding that the life actually continues. There is something more, there is something higher to believe in. And you know 
that the life continues and you also know that you are surrounded by the loved ones who, who has gone before before you and then when you when you once have felt the touch then there is something to look forward to and also feeling the feeling of it and we we start to sense and we start to smell something who who reminding us of our loved ones it can be the smell of the fragrance your father was wearing it could be the smell of tobacco because your mom was a smoker but but or you see a picture of your mom when you're doing something totally different or there is a music who reminds you mm -hmm. of just the moment yeah, yeah very true and it's very pertinent point as well at this time because uh with the fallout from COVID and all that's being associated with it, people, you know, everybody in the world, and probably a few people who disagree, and that's absolutely fine. That's why we debate things. But when the world turned off, when everything went still, when we were seeing these photos of all the various cities across the world, silent and empty, it challenged everybody's mortality. And that is something that we don't accept or we don't go into ourselves voluntarily. Uh, mm -hmm. That's always reflected in how many people have got a will, you know, because at the thought of sitting down making a will out actually makes people go, oh, I, I don't want to talk about that. Mm -hmm. But at this time, we have all, and right the way across the world, have all been touched by that moment of thinking about life, about the meaning of life, about why am I here, about what happens, and what has happened to others, what could happen to me. And this is where, a part, you know, as well as the orthodox religion, spiritualism needs to really step up to the mark now because we are seeing more and more um, new people who have never set foot inside a spiritualist church or centre coming through the doors looking for things, looking for an answer, looking for understanding. Uh, it's a huge privilege to be in the position, one of those people to try and enable that and engender that attitude and energy here. Yeah. But uh, what do you, what's your thoughts there, Frederick? Uh, I, I totally agree with what you're saying, Lawrence, but I also think it's so important when you have new new people coming into the church to make them feel welcome into the church by someone in the church who, who is in the committee or the president or the one who is responsible for the evening to actually taking the time to speak to them to explain what it is i mean if you never have been to a church and you're coming in and you see someone standing on a platform and giving messages and philosophy you have no idea what it is so to have an understanding of what it is you need you need someone from the committee or someone who is close to the church to speak to them so they're not feeling totally lonely because if you if you come into the church because you want to know things and you see a group of people sitting together in in the tea room after the service and talking to each other and you're sitting by yourself at the table and no one cares about you would you really go back to the church exactly yeah do you know what um <clears throat> this is what i talk about with mediumship all right it, it's so subtle i was just about to say you are the second person to say within a week and point out that thing because it's something i had overlooked at paul the we do greet people we do welcome people in we do talk to them but as actually as part of the service is to make that point of welcoming in new people and just trying to give a little explanation of what's happening you know this is a it's a conversation time mm -hmm. with those that we thought lost and i said and I, I just love the these are not coincidences because the first gentleman that said that to me earlier on in the week has just popped up in the room bill rich <laughs> so good evening bill, Hi, bill. <laughs> so I, and he's just saying, totally agree. Once you've felt the touch of spirit, there is nothing to replicate it, and you crave more and more of it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally agree, Bill. 
Yeah, absolutely. I, I just love this when the, all these things happen. Uh, Tim, Abbott, Frederick, I love your statement about when an individual is touched by spirit. There is, there is a lovely, oh, there is a lovely hymn that has a line, breathe on me breath of God. Yeah. And once you have experienced the spirit world, either as a medium or a recipient, it is like having God breathe upon you. True. It's very lovely. True. Wonderful. Thank you, Tim. Sarah Jane, the lovely Sarah Jane. She's asking, as a relative newcomer to spiritualism and someone who has never personally had a message which doesn't bother me in the slightest, I have seen the comfort that is given to people who have had a communication from loved ones, and that is such an amazing gift that you give. Thank you, Sarah. Yeah. Thank you, Sarah. I totally agree with you. I mean, because I mean, when you do a demonstration or or an evening of uh, mediumship, it is impossible that you can reach everyone in the congregation. But when you're sitting in the congregation, you can all feel the presence and the power and the healing from the spirit world. Because I do believe the spirit world will touch those who are in most need at this moment in time who is sitting in a congregation and also those from the spirit world who who in the how should I say uh, who in the best way matching the medium I mean with no doubt there is a medium for each and everyone in the world but you can't work with everyone as a medium that's impossible correct yeah very because, very true because there is there is evidence and there is information that you are not able to understand or you can't put the word on but that would be another medium who are capable of doing it yes yes and, and, and the same and the same when, when you do private sitting i mean if you're not able to connect and, and do a proper job just just send them to another medium yeah I've, because, I've experienced that. Yeah, because it's it's not a competition, and we're working. Everyone who working with, with in the spiritual, what with the spiritual world, uh, no matter if it's healing, mediumship, trance, or, or whatever it is, we're all working with with the, with the same energy. And the only difference there is is the life experience of the medium. Yes, and also how much the medium has worked with themselves. And are in balance with themselves and are, are, are coping with the emotion within themselves yes very uh, true and if i'm looking to to my own experience that the kind of private sittings i did in the beginning is not the kind of private sittings i do today and there is more depth and there is a different kind of people who, who are coming for a private sitting today than it was in the beginning of course i, I see those people as well but but it's it's a totally different kind of people with, with with a different kind of needs but there is still the beauty of it and it feels like you're progressing with the development that you're doing i am so thankful you said that um this is something i'm experiencing um i i don't do many private sittings but the ones over the last on the year also which has changed and it's mm -hmm. a whole new level coming in and i'm like well okay okay this is interesting i mean i love to do private sittings because i mean in some way the private sittings that you're doing building the foundation and the base for the quality of work that you're doing on the platform true because because when you do a private sitting you're spending 30 minutes 45 minutes with 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 your clients and and bring the loved ones from the spirit world and then you can expand the evidence that you are giving which is not possible on the platform because you're working between seven and eight nine minutes on the on the platform with with, with one person but here you have the blessing of a half an hour or 45 minutes to be the channel and the voice for their loved ones and you learn yeah. so much yourself and and all the tools you're putting in into your toolbox and then you use them when you're standing on the platform 
Very true. Sue Townsend asking, <clears throat> asking, do you feel spiritualism could do more to encourage people to increase their own awareness of spirit and communication? Um, yes, I think. And um, as I said before, I mean, when, when you speak to people about this, you have to speak in a way that people can understand and not in a scary way or or just in in a comfortable way and i think when people feel ready themselves they will come and search for the understanding themselves and therefore as i said before it is important if you're visiting a church the center or whatever you're visiting whether it's mediumship there is someone who come and talk to you and showing their interest within you and also yeah. try to explain what it's all about i mean you can't have all the answers for the questions but if you if you receive a question and you can't answer just 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 tell them you you will find the answer for the question and then you will come back to them or tell them when you're coming back next sunday for example i i will i promise i will have an answer for you lovely yeah, and, lovely. And, and also encourage people to see, to look into different kind of circles uh, in the churches or the center, because nearly all the churches and center has some kind of development group, either for beginners or advanced or both. And and if you just can put them forward into a group where they can feel the comfortable feeling with like-minded people and not feeling they are the odd one, they are the strange one, because many people still today when when they're waking up with this ability and understand there is something more they feel very very lonely and they think i'm the only one for having this experience there is no one else for having this experience and i have no one to talk to because they won't speak with their friends because they they don't want to be seen mm -hmm. as odd people so therefore when, when when you're meeting someone it's really important that you that you bring your your interest in the person to speak to them. Very true. And also, I'm a, a big believer that you, our lives are lived in so many different characters. We are friends, relationships, sons, daughters, father, whatever, to other people. But when we work here within any of the spiritualist churches or centers, we can actually connect with that part of ourselves and often doesn't get that chance to express itself. Mm -hmm. And I always think that's wonderful because, you know, we're not being any of these other characters that we need to be in our lives. We are, we are, we're probably the closest <clears throat> to being our true self, our true spirit character coming through and being able to talk and exchange ideas and ask questions. And it's, it's just so invigorating when you can do that. And also, I mean, today, thanks to, to um, might not be popular when I'm saying this, but thanks to, <laughs> <laughs> thanks to the lockdown, there is so much online things who has opened us up there is something to to attend every day and, and several times a day and, and you will find you will always find something who resonating with you more and better than than something else some something something else and then if you're not finding the true answer in the first group there's always another group you can go into and and when you're visiting a group several times there will be people that you recognize and people that you start to speak to and building a conversation and also have an understanding of what it's all about because i don't think we're just meeting each other by coincidence i think there, there is a meaning for why you're meeting people during this certain time because um if you're looking at people that you're meeting now and, and having a relationship with no matter if it's on a friendship or development or what it is it doesn't matter if you're looking into if you would have met that person six months ago yeah what would that relation be would that have worked in the same way yeah 
Yeah, I'm, I'm a very big believer in that. Everybody, everybody is right in this time. Yeah, and they are right for this time. And also, if I see all the all the lovely people I have met, and all the lovely churches and centers, including yours, that I have been able to serve during this lockdown, if this would have been in reality, there would be no way in the world that you would be able to to travel to all these places. To meet all these lovely people that you have met yeah i do need to do a tour of the nordic countries because i've met some beautiful people in yourself included you. uh, and it would be a real honor and privilege and a lot of fun to meet yeah. up with you all as well definitely over a beer or four yeah. Lovely Jackie White's asking a question here. Jackie is uh, another very sterling worker for Spirit, and she's really, adap really adapted to the online um, aspects of things. She was just saying, she was asked the other day if she knows of any pardon me, ectoplasm evenings. Uh, do they ever take place these days? And she's also saying she's never heard of them. So, any thoughts there? I know we're delving into physical mediumship mm -hmm. here. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen real hectoplasm myself. I have seen transfiguration in reality where I've been sitting in a seance and seeing the transfiguration and also with the voice boxes and, and there was a red light in the room and, and everyone could see what was happening. And it was it was actually in in Bristol that I saw this, and, and with no doubt there was no fake, there was nothing, and you could see the medium during the whole session as well, and you could hear these noises, and, and no way in the world that this would have been created in the room. But I have never seen hectoplasm, mm. as 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 you were talking about hectoplasm. But I do know teachers at the Art of in the College. Uh, that I do find very trustful who have said they have seen they have seen hectoplasm manifesting through the medium yeah but I haven't seen it myself so uh, just to uh, elucidate a bit on your question there Jack ectoplasm would be the material that is produced from the body of the medium which can then uh, build up the full body manifestations is a very deep physical medium uh, that would be able to work in that way. And as for public displays of that level of mediumship, probably you're not going to come across it uh, purely because the medium themselves are in a very vulnerable state uh, mm -hmm. when working that deeply. And also, I think spirit with the... Um, more physical aspects of mediumship are uh, they're still around but they're not publicly advertised they are it, I, I i just think if you're meant to go to one you will end up being invited mm -hmm. uh, it's as simple as that yep. so i, I hope, so that, hope that answers your question jack and, and i have to say lawrence um the lady i saw in bristol and it was just a core group of eight people and sometimes they invited people to come there but she didn't want to be public she just wanted to have her small group to yeah. sit uh, and and which i can understand and and of course then then i'm asking is there is there the same need today as it was in the past with our pioneers to produce the hectoplasm when, when they can do so much more today and and, yeah. and and i had a medium colleague to me who said why would the spirit will use the energy to produce the hectoplasm when they can use the same amount of energy to heal 15 people instead very good point and i go fully along there with what you said because i've explained it as when spiritualism first really took hold what we refer to as modern day spiritualism uh, manifestations, ectoplasm, levitations were like two a penny, you know. <laughs> oh, she's popped out the window again. Oh, well, okay, yeah. she'll be back in a minute. Yeah. But it was of a purpose because it yeah. grabbed people's attentions. Sure. And in those first few formative years, 
if uh, it had been purely on mental mediumship, I don't think we would have the established base that we have today. Because, you know, in those days, and these were people very much vaunted in society. Uh, you can go through the history of spiritualism and the names that come up are amazing. Mm -hmm. And they were actually there seeing physical mediumship, direct voice, levitation, all the physical sides of mediumship. And that really mm -hmm. engaged them. That really went, wow, you know, mm -hmm. th this is not mockery. This is not tomfoolery. This is something that actually mm -hmm. we need to get to grips with. So that really sort of like pushed spiritualism very much to the fore. I'm just going to answer Phil Shaw's question here. Uh, if the, is the trans mediumship well recognized in Sweden? Uh, no, it isn't. Uh, we don't have any, any real trans medium in Sweden. And we have had um, Swedenborg, uh, who is one of the pioneers, but not really any trans medium. And um, we have a few mediums who is good to do transfiguration, but not with a trans medium. Lovely. Well spotted. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> there was a lovely one, Susan Brotherwood Hughes. Uh, I think we're going back to the topic there about talking uh, about the. Hi, church. Susan churches and centers roles today so so many feel lost my feeling and understanding is that they have disconnected from their own spirit the god source within to sit with them and help reinstall hope is an amazing journey to be a part of how true susan yeah very true very true yeah and and again if we touched upon the religion of course it's it's different kind of religions who who putting you forward to what you believe in and, and they we have religions today where where you wouldn't be allowed to believe and think in the life after this and if you're working with a spirit world if you're working with a deceased one then you're working with the devil and and we have those kind of religions today and those who working with the spirit world and know what it's all about we actually have to step up and speak from our own experience and prove it is love and light. Yeah. There isn't any bad or evil spirits. There's a lot of bad and evil people on the earth, but there isn't any bad or evil spirits. We, I mean, we can always pick up negative and less good energy because we are sensitive. But for me, the spiritual is very intelligent and they wouldn't forget anyone who who has passed to the spirit world they are there to to take care of each and every one of us who are passing yeah wonderfully put thank you christina from stockholm what was the reason you started working as a medium in the uk we didn't had enough of dead people in sweden no <laughs> No, um, <laughs> Scotland has always been a love of my life and um, it felt like uh, I came home and um, I feel I feel Scotland is a home to me and I and if I'm talking about past life uh, I have to say I feel I have lived in in Scotland in in past life as well uh, and and I also met a few lovely people from from Scotland and also this openness in the whole UK with the churches with the center where where there's something you can do every day and practice and and work with the spiritual every day and, and of course one day I hope to be able to to move to Scotland because that's something I really would like to do even though if there is difficulties at the moment because of the Brexit. But, yeah. and also there's a deeper understanding in UK with the mediumship and spirituality and the philosophy with the, with the spiritualism. So, and if I, if someone can bring the core points and the understanding of the spirituality from a country like UK, and bring it to Sweden and share the knowledge here. That would be such a wonderful way 
to do it. And now when, when it has been this lockdown, it has been a wonderful journey to work in UK, even if though it's online. Yeah, very true. And this time is offering everybody that opportunity to actually um, share and interact. I work quite hard over here in the UK, talking to various churches and centres to share things because we, I think, uh sometimes church and centers can become a little bit personalized to people and therefore then they start to get a little bit guarded about it mm -hmm. but in this time we need to be more open to talk more to share experiences thoughts ideas what's going on how best to move forward so i, I really really fervently hope that uh, one of the effects of this time is that better ability to communicate with others in the same field uh, without barriers, without any, you know, just we, we're all doing the same thing. Doesn't matter what banner we fly under. That's mm -hmm. totally irrelevant because they've all got the word spiritualist in them in my yep. book. And, and if there's one thing who really worries me is, unfortunately, the churches and the centre Drop the the people who are visiting the churches and centers is actually dropping, and 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 to to see and and think in in a different way how to bring the people back, and yeah. also how to encourage the younger generation to be part of the churches and make them be interested in this. It is a hard work for those who are running the churches and the center because those who have been there and supporting they're not going to live forever yeah and that yeah. there must be someone else who coming after them and having an understanding where someone has shown the interest in them as well so and and i have no good answer how to to bring the young people to the to the churches and to the center but there must be something who is more uplifting uplifting and 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 the way of thinking and the way of acting so i think there is a huge work to do for all the churches and the centers to think in a slightly different way as well are you deliberately dangling a carrot for me there frederick waiting for me to buy <laughs> <laughs> no absolutely not um i mean i think i think especially now when when you have been around so, during so long time and you also have met so many people, you will see and find out what people are really interested in and you will, you will take the best from every session and every talk you have been, you have been heard and, and do something good of it. Because uh, to, to have churches and center who, who, who is still going to run, it needs someone with a power and the fighting spirit within themselves and are open to see new things like yourself because you wouldn't just sit with your arm crossed and just waiting for the miracles yeah. to happen you will create a miracle to happen to bring the people to your church because you yeah. know how important it is exactly exactly um I, I don't know if you are aware but here at paul we now have four different types of services mm -hmm. Um, and the whole concept of these is we, we still have the divine style service. We have our healing hour, which is very well supported. Uh, we have our lyceum service, which I love. Uh, that's me to a T. I love those services. And also family gatherings, which are not a service, but it's celebrating the community and bringing people in but in that spiritual atmosphere and that spiritual aspect where we can talk about things. Uh, that's what we're trying here at Paul. And I really hope that others try different things, you know, because it, this probably will upset a few people and it's not meant in malice or any other thing than just observational. Where we're seeing the churches and centres reopening is straight back into the old format. You know, every time they're open, it's a demonstration of mediumship all the time. And I'm just thinking, you know what, people want something more. And the battle cry that you said there about bringing younger people into the churches, 
when I came into spiritualism with my mum at the age of 13, people were saying, uh, we need to get younger people in the churches. Mm -hmm. And now I'm over 21. People, <laughs> people are still saying, we need to get younger people in. But we, we've got to be active about this. And yeah. try, you know, I always say, never, never fear trying anything. You know, if you try something, it works, happy days. If you try something, it doesn't work, okay, go back to where it stopped working and try again. we got to do that. We have got to do that. So I can see you standing and, and giving out a form outside the church and asking what would bring you to the church? What, what would you have an interest to, 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 to attend the church? Yeah. Yeah, and it is, it is by talking to people and offering these different... Uh, the sort of line we're following here at Paul is all this energy and focus is actually on the services and not dissipating it by putting one evening on here and an afternoon there and things like that. The services will encompass a lot more. Some mm. of them will appeal to you, some of them will not. Absolutely sure. fine. Absolutely fine. So there, oh, Tim Abbott again, just going back to the physical mediumship and saying that there is a physical medium called David Thompson, who lives in Australia, but spends six months of the year in England. And when he's in England, he does organize seances. Wonderful. Wow. Yeah, I've heard his name, but I didn't thought he was traveling to UK any longer. I thought he was staying in Australia. Excellent. Bill Rich there, just saying, I think the church's centres could do more to encourage people's own exploration of their spiritual abilities by bringing in basic principles of spiritualism, i.e. philosophy. But most people won't put time and effort into developing it. They want the quick courses, etc. Yep. Yeah, you yep. have a very valid that. point there. Yep. I mean, you need to spend time to... to with personal development because it will go hand in hand through through the the whole time the whole life you're working with the spirit world and, and it's all about progressing your own work with the spirit world and it's the same you're progressing on your on your personal development indeed indeed you know there, there is a tendency with some churches and centers that when new people arrive they sort of like automatically start categorizing them you're going to be a medium you're going to be a healer you're going to be a medium you know and i just think you're going to be whatever you're going to be you know if you're going to be a homemaker absolutely great if you're going to be an artist how beautiful you know find what you want to be don't let anybody else try and conform you into that mold so that seems to be an interesting question later on from kari okay yeah so, uh, very quickly then, Gloria is asking, what assumptions do you think people still wrongly make about the work of a medium? Um, I think many people expecting mediums to tell them about the fortune, who, who um, they're going to marry, where they're going to move, if they're going to change to work, uh, and if how, they, how they're going to earn most money uh, how they're going to be happy who they're going to choose to marry i mean all these kind of questions and i think everyone who working as a medium i'm sure you have you have come across all these questions yeah very true and of course of course as a medium uh you you can feel something for the future but then in the end of the day, it's always the recipient who make their decision. You as a medium should never make the decision for someone. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Is this a question from Carrie? I'm saying what seems to be overlooked too often is the massive ego of those in positions of power in the church. They chase off new people or students that might be as good as them. Add in that, that the services are just often boring. Same format over and over. Spiritualism needs to grow. Can you address this more directly, please? Um, I mean, if I, to answer your question, I think if you have a teacher or someone, or someone who's leading the church who are in balance with themselves and allowing people to have an understanding of the work and also accepting people 
having different different gifts and different abilities to work with the spirit world then there should never be any problem because as a teacher you want your student to be the best they can be and it doesn't mm. matter if they become better than you as a teacher because it's not about that it's it's about healing the soul healing another another person so if i if i would attend a course or or a workshop and the teacher would would behave in that way i would go to another workshop very true because, because i'm not there to 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 be taught how good the teacher is and how bad i am as a student i'm there to progress and to learn and i want to be taught by someone who have who burning for for what they are doing and really have the fire and interesting to see me to grow as a person no matter if i choose to work as a medium or a healer i need someone who uplifting me and 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 finding the best version of myself in in the spiritual work indeed i always say a good teacher should open doors for you not push you yeah. through them sure <clears throat> i do need to pick up a little bit on this uh question here from carrie it's, it's quite a generalization uh statement there is yes some churches don't gel with everybody going in there whatever the root cause of that is because we're human so I, th I think that's quite a generalization there there are problems with egos not only from the people involved in the churches and not only sometimes from mediums but also sometimes from the people who attend the churches expecting everything to morph around their will and their way and i speak from experience here so um, i'd just like to clarify that as quite a broad generalization i will pick up also uh, with the services format as i just said earlier we're experimenting with different service formats hopefully others will follow suit and try these things out so on that point carrie um, and uh, i may not use the word boring but i do find it repetitive so this is why we bring in these new times and treating every service as a unique event not yeah just another service which is the way it should be and also again i mean if you if you come into a group or or a church or a center and you have this uncomfortable feeling in your stomach immediately when you're stepping in through the door it tells you everything is it's the wrong place to be and there's a better place to visit instead yep yeah exactly because just sometimes we you know, I always say people aren't wrong, but I always say people are like notes on a piano. And sometimes yeah. those two notes go well together and sometimes they don't. Yeah. Neither note is wrong, but no. just together, it doesn't happen. Mm. You know, it's not going to happen. Frederick. Yes. How awesome. You, you have... Yeah, uh, sorry, I do need to quickly pick up on this. Tim Abbott, yes, quite true, Tim. Uh, just picking up on that vein of that energy of the earlier question there. People who work in the churches and centres are volunteers. They are not paid people. They're giving their time freely and giving their time to serve spirit. So, yes, and I always applaud everybody here at Paul that does things because they just want to help you know and without these people we wouldn't be here and it's sure. as simple as that and that's the beauty of it indeed 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 frederick what a beautiful evening sir i had high expectations of tonight <laughs> and you have exceeded them absolutely oh, thank you beautiful that's been a true pleasure yeah, it's been really nice. It's so not, you know, we see uh, a lot of mediums working and demonstrating, but these times of talking with people, I think, are so important. Yeah. Um, to just to bring out things and help us, you know, understand things. I so, mean, I I have to thank all of those who come along and spending one hour of their precious time to come and listening to a talk like this. It's just amazing. It is, it is. And the uh, 
breadth of people. We've come from the States across the UK and must, uh, most of Europe. Very quickly, there's something popped up here. Michelle Moffat, she asked earlier on, do you think medium can, mediumship could work through doodling? And she's also now put, and she's wanting to join a local spiritualist, but not sure if messaging through doodling will be acceptable. Uh, I think there, Michelle, is, is a way that you are working at the moment, all right? It would be quite difficult to work in that energy and that fashion on the platform. Uh, but if spirit are there and they want you to work, believe you me, you can try as much as possible to get away with it, and you won't. <laughs> and it might be the doodling is something to start with before exactly. you're starting as a as as um, artist, psychic artist. Yeah. Yeah, and we, we are so, in need of good psychic yeah. artists. So, 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 I, so, so to Michelle, I, I would suggest you to try to draw faces instead and ask someone from a spirit world to, to guide you and help you to draw faces or you do a private sitting and you're using your pen and paper and try to do a portrait for the person you do a private sitting for. Brilliant. Brilliant. Frederick, thank you so much. Thank, Thank you, you so everybody. For That's been a pleasure. true pleasure. Excellent. Thank you, everybody, who's been with us tonight. It's a great pleasure. Next week, we have Jules Raven Stewart on her second visit to Paul. She is a soul midwife, so it's a spirituality evening. You may remember Jules was due to be with us earlier in the year, but called away last minute doing what she does. So we're going to have uh, try number two with Jules. In the meantime, everybody, it's very Good evening from myself. And thank you very much, everyone who has been here. And thank you very much, Lawrence, for inviting me here. Brilliant. Take care, everybody. Have a wonderful evening. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your input.